This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. The appraisals have come through. You now have a better role, a better salary, and a lot more responsibility. So what does it mean to embrace a leadership position? How do CXOs handle and manage conflicts? How can younger leaders deal with more experienced team members while keeping that respect intact? Hello, my name is Yashika. You've heard us speak to Advait Kurlekar in the previous episode about setting organizational goals and KPIs. And if you haven't, well, you surely must check it out. Advait is the CEO at Apohan Management Consultants, specializing in business strategy, HR consulting, CXO coaching and process improvement. Having been in leadership positions in organizations like PwC and IBM in the past, Advait comes with a rich and diverse experience, especially within the organizational development realm. So, in this next part of the conversation with Advait, we are reading between the lines and observing nuances, behavioral and attitude changes within leaders, managers and CXOs as designations change and their roles and responsibilities evolve a notch higher. You've been coaching multiple leaders at the CXO level as well. What are the two or the three most important factors for you or according to you in order to step up from a you know a mid-level role to actually a CXO role or rather prepare yourself for a CXO role? Okay, so we need to understand that when we are moving up the ladder, is just the designation changing or my role is changing? I, I was a manager in finance. Now I spent three years, I've done an above average job. So I've got a senior manager finance role. Right. That role is still a manager role. My designation has become senior manager. I move, I've Obviously, I've got some increment. I might, instead of a small car, I might get a bigger car. With no driver, I might get a driver. I might get some other benefits. But that is a designation and salary change. Right. That is not a role change. So what we have to look out for is, is my role changing? Role can change in terms of scope. Role can change in terms of responsibility. Role can change in terms of decision-making authority uh, that, that the new role can, can have. And role change can mean that I might need some additional skill sets yeah. to deliver that kind of role. Or for the same skill set, I need to show some additional or higher level of maturity. Right. If, I, if you go back by a competency modeling or a competency framework, I need to move up the maturity curve on the same competence. Right. Which means I need to think, I need to behave, I need to operate at a larger level than just a designation change or a salary change or an increment kind of thing. Yeah. That is what is important. People often often confuse between designation change as role change. Yes. No. Talk to us about one aspect or that one striking quality according to you where you say there i spot a leader i spot a cxo there 
Okay, one is difficult, but couple of things uh, I, that come in my mind is, uh, am I very clear that the buck stops at my level? Hmm. Yeah, and when I say the buck stops at my level, it is on the negative side rather than on the positive side. Which means if things go right, I should not be clamoring for credit. Yeah, I should involve. And again, I'm not saying, you know, uh, what I colloquially call be a Tyagmurti. No, 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 it's just my team, nothing to do with me. No, no, of course, it's you also. Right. But it's not just me. It is me and my team or my team and me. Right. So I would, again, it's like maybe again a contrarian view. I'm not saying exclude yourself from the credit. Hmm. But you are not the only one to take credit. Having said that, on the negative side, I would say exclude your team members from the blame. Hmm. Because you are their leader. You are their manager. Yeah, You are taking decisions on behalf of the organization that have a large order impact. Yeah. Yeah. You are at a point where the fulcrum, you know, that fulcrum point is, is closer to you. So a small kind of thing that you do affects a large part of the organization. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, your team is on the other side of that lever. Where, uh, you know, for for them to do really change, they really to take kind of thing. And they don't have that authority, they don't have that role. Right. So that, that organizational lever that is in your hand, the fulcrum is very close to you. Sure. You have to understand that. And therefore, that things that go wrong are primarily because of you. Hmm. Because you have taken these decisions. Yeah. Yeah. You might have delegated those decisions to you, but that is, again, it's because of you that you have delegated. Also, so, taking responsibility and accountability. Yes. Yes. Especially for the negative thing. Taking full responsibility and accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Internally, I can say, you know, that kind of thing. But, for a, from a public perspective, from my own superior perspective, I have to, my, my, my neck is out. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, when I'm talking to my superior, I can't say, usne nahi kaam kiya. Mm. Kind of thing, you know, he did the wrong thing. He took a wrong decision. Yeah. No, no, no. My team, so me. The second thing is, um, you know, the, while work is important, mm. and if you take your team with you, you can't be only, uh, you know, uh, what should I say, that X and Y part of it. You need to have that mix of yin and yang, X and Y kind of personalities. Yeah. So the softer sides of business are also and perhaps increasingly becoming more and more important. So do you know your people well? Are you assigning them responsibilities based on your own assessment of their skills? Yeah. Your own assessment of their strengths? Do you know what's happening with your, your team members? Yeah. What we normally see is the people manager part of it. Yeah, yeah. That is again very important from a leadership perspective. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll give, give, give an example. That we have a client where there was one senior person who just about knows everything happening in the organization in terms of people. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is going through a rough patch in her or her, his personal life, mm-hmm. this person will know irrespective of whether this person is directly reporting to him or not. Right. And then it becomes a very funny conversation when this person who's who's at a CXO level is talking to a manager level and saying that how come you don't know that your team member is going through a divorce as an example. Yeah, yeah. And he said, but nobody told me. I said, these things are not to be told. 
you should know your team members mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's again a great sign because again this is just in terms of life cycle but to understand everybody's core strengths mm. appreciate those strengths and assign responsibilities accordingly or especially if there is a special task accordingly that again is a great sign of leadership you know talking about leaders uh, we are we are living in a day and an age advait where we have leaders we have young leaders globally for that matter we have global teams especially when these young leaders are working with more experienced team members older team yeah. members so to say uh, or more seasoned if i may call them how do you set boundaries and actually get work done without sounding disrespectful if i must see uh, i'll 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 remind you of a dialogue from the muru uh, movie guru hmm. uh, you know it's you know sub business hai <laughs> so you have to be very very professional about it that it's nothing personal it's right. business yeah so even if i am a manager and i have people reporting to me who are maybe exper- more experienced than me or, or elder to me etc etc whether they like it or not whether i like it or not it so happens that i you know they report to me on a professional basis right and therefore when i'm talking to them it it it, it can't be personal from their side it can't be personal from my side i'm not saying be cold and be you know uh, cut and loose kind of thing i mean you, the, the warmth has to be there in your interactions with them right but when you are setting goals you are just translating organizational goals you are cascading them organizational priorities which come from your boss to you and from you to your your team members and therefore it can't be personal it It, it, it the same thing also happens even if if my team member is younger and uh, i have a great rapport with these with these people because i am a people manager as they say and then the problem that happens is that how do i uh, have uncomfortable conversations with my i was my just going people. to come there yes i was going to come there you know because what happens particularly in scenarios like this is that the the conflict comes in when you're talking about getting things done within a certain frame and there is a certain disagreement maybe of sorts or there may be a discussion of sorts however when this conversation or this crucial conversation takes place how does one tackle the age gap or the age barometer if one must yeah so i think as indians we it is very difficult for us culturally to separate out personal and professional yeah and that's where the challenge is yeah just because i have a great rapport with you personally why can't i why can't also i have a great rapport with you professionally and if i have to have that great rapport with you personally then i need to also be comfortable doing these uncomfortable conversations with you if it means that i'm not happy with something that you have done without having to fear you know it, 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 it's today afternoon and we having this uncomfortable conversation and uh, before this happened anyway we were supposed to go out for a drink in the evening so now what about that yes i have to i have to separate that out and the the onus lies uh, with both both sides and again the age experience etc should not come it's a professional relationship between a uh, 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 it's like a mentor mentee or a, or a, or, a, or a person uh, reporting to his or her line manager and it is great to have personal rapport yeah. but it is also important to be very very clear in terms of professional my personal thing will not affect because tomorrow if, if, if let's look at the other side 
because I have a great rapport with uh, my my team, a particular team member, for example. Will I be biased in the appraisal on the positive side? Yeah. That should not also happen, and I should not negatively also. That I don't have a great personal rapport, but professionally, that person is doing great. Should I have a negative bias just because I don't do gel well with you? Yeah. So we are very very uncomfortable as Indians. You know, if professionally we are we are good. Then personally also we need to be good. Yeah. That's a wrong assumption. Hmm. I can be great with you personally, but I may not want to socialize with you. Hmm. And the other way around, that I can have a great personal relationship with you, but professionally we don't gel well. In the event that we there is a conflict, Advait, in such a scenario, how does one work around it? Best way is. Be forthright. Be communicative. Don't hide me. Don't don't beat around the bush. Don't hide behind any 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 kind of semantics or kind of thing. Best is to have a dialogue. Wonderful. And and be very clear that this is strictly on a professional basis. And if you are having this uncomfortable conversation, then it is your responsibility that you sort of patch it up hmm. with a great personal kind of thing, so that that person is also comfortable saying that oh that was different, this was different. Wonderful. What does achievement mean to you, Advait? Achievement means, at the end of the day, being satisfied with what you are or what you have. For me, that is an achievement. You have to be realistic in in terms of uh, what what you do. Before you start, what I always tell my clients that before you start, what I call crystal gazing, hmm. you need to be navel gazing first. Okay. which means you need to be very very have a realistic assessment of who you are where you are why you are here why you are here and there are two connotations to that why you are here means why you are here that means you know you already achieved something and next why you are here is why you are here and not here yeah that is a realistic assessment without this navel gazing that crystal gazing has no meaning that sense of achievement that my target my dream my vision mm-hmm. has no meaning yeah everybody's target is that okay i want to reach on the top of the mountain i want to i want to summit that peak mm-hmm. but for that i need to be very clear that okay if i have to climb everest okay can i do parvatif to start with yeah and am i at everest base camp already am i at the first camp second camp or i am still far away i am at sea level mm-hmm. then you will not get that sense of disachievement or misachievement or lack of achievement because you are realistic in terms of what you want i am not saying don't dream big hmm. but dream big in the context of where you are yeah otherwise it's just disappointment for you because you know you are at sea level and you think that you want to climb mount everest in the next one month that is not going to be possible so the giving yourself a reality check and therefore being satisfied with every small thing that you do is achievement for me lovely lovely having you thanks so much for your time and uh, this conversation advait lovely having you thank you so much jashika thank you if you've been a leader a manager or a cxo who's recently experienced an evolution in roles responsibilities and have discovered novel and successful ways of navigating people challenges or business challenges tell us on editor at voiceofachievers.com we'll feature some of the best stories on our show
Until then, keep learning and keep listening to Voice of Achievers via EPLog Media and available across all your favorite podcast streaming platforms.